sensational Holly Smith, online uh, personal trainer, fitness extraordinaire. Holly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, it's glad to have you. And we've, uh, should we do a little backstory about the name of this podcast or just give it? No, I think Hello. you need to give the backstory, mate. You, you love telling a story, so yeah, do it. Yeah, Holly just so, had to suffer through it, so everyone else can now. Yeah. So Holly, Holly's jumped on, and uh, we've had some conversations. And one of her first questions was, "Look, what, what are we going to name this podcast?" And I, of course, presented her with a blank face, saying, "What he means, the journey that the journey podcast live, the clues and so on." So no, 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 no. Every every great podcast show has a title. Of course, because this isn't a great podcast show, I had no idea. So anyway, we brainstormed over the course of two and a half minutes and Holly's saved the day, of course, with living your best life with Holly Smith. So Holly, thank you again. Love it. You're welcome. <laughs> so let's just jump straight into it, shall we? So for those uh, of our audience that don't yet know you, why don't you give us a little bit of a, a background story about who you are, what it is you do and, and, and who you serve? Sure. So I'm an online personal trainer and coach. Um, I basically coach and help and train busy individuals. So these are people who work either 12 to 15 hour days, who have really bad habits, don't eat breakfast, only have like four to five hours of sleep a night. Um, They're running businesses, like just generally busy people who are not looking after their health and they know they should and they just don't know what to do. So I'm there to kind of go, okay, we need to do this. We need to, you know, create a good schedule. We need a good meal plan that's not going to take you, you know, hours to make in the kitchen. And we need a workout schedule that's going to fit your needs and your goals. And obviously, you're not going to spend like three hours in the gym because my busy clients don't have time for that. So um, that's kind of what we do. I kind of help people to get their life back on track whilst being able to, you know, still enjoy all their favorite foods and all their favorite things, put their health first. And still be able to work those long hours, but with more focus, more energy and feel better while doing it and still be able to spend time with your friends and family and being, you know, just hitting their number one goal. Because everyone comes with me, um, comes to me basically with a goal in mind. Um, it's generally either to lose weight, have more energy, more focus, but usually it, there's always a deeper, more meaningful reason why people come to me. It's not just to lose weight. It's not just to tone up. It's because they want to, you know, lose the weight so they are fit enough to run around with their kids, you know, without, you know, puffing and needing water every second. Um, Or it's simply to look in the mirror and actually feel comfortable in in the work clothes that they have to go to work to every single day. Simple stuff like that. So that is basically what I do and I love what I do. So, yeah. That's awesome. How long have you, um, how long have you been doing that for, Holly? Um, so I've actually been, I've been in the fitness industry for about four years. Um, I started online at the start of this year. So when COVID kind of hit, I was like, I was originally doing mobile PT. So I'd go to people's houses, train them, bring all my gym equipment. And it was good because I could knock on their door at four o'clock in the morning and be like, wake up, you have no choice. (laughs) (laughs) Paying me anyway. (laughs) Um, so, um, yeah, so that was good. But like, to be honest, there's only so many clients you can do in a day, like mm. just totally honesty. So only like hours that you can drive. Um, and I was just getting so run down. So it took, it was the end of last year or the year before, I can't remember now. I was literally like so run down. I was, I was myself, I was working like 15 hour days, driving, sitting in the car and it actually got to a point where my lower back and my knees were giving way because I was only sleeping like so little. I wasn't looking after my health. And in the, I was like trying to get workouts in. Like I just didn't know what I was doing. Um, and like literally I was like basically bedridden after that at the end of the year. So the whole, when I had two weeks off at Christmas, ended up being four weeks, I couldn't bend my back. I couldn't sit down. I was struggling to stand up. Like I was basically bedridden for four weeks. And through that time I had like no income. I had basically, that was it. I thought my life was over. <laughs> so um, I actually, yeah. So like earlier this year, I actually hired a few coaches and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this online thing, give it a go. And I'll be full-time online next year. So super happy. That's awesome. Um, and so just, isn't it interesting with yourself? So uh, the, the coaches you brought in, I guess you would have learned a lot, I'd imagine, as far as mm. um, what was happening with yourself and, and your body and, and your mental state. Were you aware of these things or was it a case of someone from the outside, um, 
you know, looking in, was able to point out these things that you perhaps weren't aware of? Yeah. Oh, yes and no. I guess a good question though. So I think it took like, because when you are go, 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 you're running on adrenaline. I was running on adrenaline for probably six months. And like you run on adrenaline, your adrenaline glands, you know, yeah, they're not very good. (laughs) You get run down. Yeah, so run down. No, it's not sustainable at yeah whatsoever. Um, I was literally living off coffee and just like yeah. Anyway, it just wasn't very good, and I it didn't actually hit me that I needed to stop this and figure something else out because I thought it was my only option. Mm. And then I I can't actually remember how I I always thought yes I want to try online, but I just didn't think I was like oh it's gonna take forever. But I'm not one of those people. I'm kind of those people that once I start something I don't fail or keep going. You know. There's no yeah. failures. There's not such a thing as failure in my eyes. Um, so anyway, so it actually took me like, I remember I, it was, I'd done it for six months and the last straw was I went and got a massage because I just, my lower back, my knees were giving way. I couldn't work out. I just couldn't eat healthy. I just was struggling like big time. Um, and I remember walking out of the massage ladies therapist room and my whole back just like gave way because the muscles were so loose and I was like I just broke down in my car I was like I was like what the heck am I doing I was like this is it like like I was like what am I supposed to do I had no idea anyway and then I saw um and then basically yeah I had to I had no choice but to take like four weeks off to actually recover and get my body back to where it was um and I was at the start of the year I was like okay I'm pumped let's do it again you know um, and I love what I did. That's the thing. Like I didn't do it going dreading to wake up at four, four three fifty in the morning to drive mm. to the city. You know, um, I love what I did, but it's just not, you know, maintainable at all. So um, at the start of the year, that's kind of like the breaking point where I was like, okay, this is it. Like this, something needs to change. Cause usually like with anything, you need a breaking point like that for you to actually have a realization. Yeah. You, change or do something differently and I'm so glad it happened because I wouldn't be in the position I am right now so mm. um I think yeah got some coaches I was like I'm going to do this and I was like so scared to do it but me being me I was like I'd like you know I'd do it anyway <laughs> that's so good like you hear stories similar to that um but at the uh you know at the clutch play a lot of people would um probably give up at that point and look uh you know to pivot into something of more safe ground. How, how challenging was it really to, uh, I guess, take that leap of faith um, and, and what uh, messages of support or where did they come from really? Was that necessarily from your coaches specifically or your family and friends, you know, were they all on board? Were some people saying, listen, you know, probably time to give this up now. Yeah. Look, it was actually, it was actually like kind of like the opposite way around. Like I had a few, a lot of my people didn't really know what I was doing at the start. They're like, just like, oh yeah, doing online. They didn't really know what that meant. Um, and because I was like, like good coaching costs a lot of money. Let's just be real. And I had, I have extremely good coaches um, and mentors right now. And I would not be where I am right now, even financially, if it wasn't for them. So um, I remember I was in this situation. I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot like afford this. I'm not going to do this. Like as if, and then, the guy that actually was actually the sales dude who sold me onto it. He was like, mm-hmm. I'll never forget it. I was literally like rushing on my way. I was like, I can't talk. I was like, stop calling me. <laughs> stop <laughs> calling me. I need to go to work. Um, he's just like, he's like, holy, holy, holy. And I was, cause you, you know, they deep into your why. And I do that as well with my clients. And, um, and he's like, Holly, do you really want to be waking up at four o'clock in the morning for the rest of your life and going to work and not looking after yourself? I said, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I do not. Um, so I was like, whatever, sign me up. And I haven't looked back since. That's unreal. Here's a cool question for you. You've obviously, it sounds like you've learned so much in really, um, you know, the last 12 to 18 months even. Actually, oh, before yeah. I get into this question, let's bring it back to, uh, to, to this year. Um, mm. Full transparency. I said mm. to Jason, I don't really want to talk about COVID, mate. Everyone is talking about COVID. <laughs> But I think, uh, I think it, it genuinely is extremely relevant uh, in, in your circumstance. Mm. Um, and it, it just happens to be that, you know, as, as, um, as cruel as COVID has been for a lot of people, 
Um, you know, those people that have gone online have definitely benefited from the uh, extra activity yeah. in the online space. And, and that I would assume yeah. you would have had a, you know, you're in a good spot start of the year. Give or 100%. Take, you know. Yeah, 100%. No, I look, to be honest, I'm the most gratefulest person when I look back at the start of this year from where I was to where I am now. That is what motivates me is looking back at how far I've come, you know. As soon as I start like downing myself and like, why did I do this? Why am I doing this? Look how far you come, Holly. Literally, like every time. That's and, awesome. And is that something you find hard, Holly? That that I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but just about <laughs> every single um, PT or someone that, that works in fitness that I know, and I've got quite a few yeah. uh, good friends that are in that space. That infectious positivity that a lot of you guys get around with. Um, uh, there's a lot of those guys that I go, I don't know how real it is, but with you, you do seem to Good be just, yeah, just genuinely yeah. like pumped. And, and I, love it. Yeah. I, haven't, I don't know you that well, but it, the impression that I get is that you, you're in a pretty happy space. And when you're able to get up every morning happy and do what you love, well, then, you know, it mm. sort of shines through, right? Yeah, 100%. And that's um, finding my happy, I guess happiness is like, probably i'm actually writing a book on it as well at the moment so it's oh, habits huh <laughs> in all the spare time that you've got you're just writing a book. yeah you know four o'clock in the morning <laughs> um yeah but i actually enjoy waking up at four o'clock morning because i'm doing it for myself you know yeah i'm writing a book i'm doing this i'm creating new programs like you know um but yeah like thank you yeah i, I try and be, i'm like I think I'm a genuine person. I'm not fake. Let's just put it that way. Um, And the energy, like I know what you mean. What I've realized is like, I'm not judging anyone. I'm not putting it that way, but I'm pretty like blunt and straightforward person as well. The people who have to try to be positive and energetic when they're coaching or training people, that's not their passion. That's not their will. You know, they've picked the wrong industry. I'm sorry, but you need to find something else because if you're passionate and you love people and you want to change their lives, you will show up to the best of your ability, positive. Even if you had the shittest day of your whole life, you will still turn up positive because you know their life matters, you know? Um, yeah. People who, yeah, I guess if you are not passionate and you do not love people, it's just not the industry. Simple as that. Let's, uh, we got might have a little bit of exclusive here, Holly. What's, tell us oh, about yeah. your book. Tell us about your book. What's yeah. happening oh, now? I've actually never talked about it. because This is exciting. Very, very, yeah. So without giving out too much information. No, give it all up. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's basically all the habits that I've learned to become happier and wake up happy every single day. Since, this comes back to another whole big story you really want to hear it but we got um, time man we got time <laughs> i lead a boring life keep going all right let me tell you the real reason so yeah. basically four years ago like i was i actually started my whole like you could say sales journey in real estate so i used to be in real estate for about a year um i was you know sales associate i was admin i was property manager i was knocking on doors walking up like these hills like super steep you know, yeah. sweating in summer, wearing skirts and heels. Like I was just like cold calling a hundred people a day, like talking to people that just hated their lives. Like it was just such a negative environment, but I loved it. Like I still love real estate. I'm into like the property market and all that. But after all that, it just wasn't for me, but I'm so happy. Like I did that whole year of real estate because it taught me how to run a business. Like literally it taught me all the admin taught me all the finance it taught me how to be dedicated it taught me how to be disciplined um and that's the thing anyway so going back to my happiness story um basically like it was i think i was six months into the job and i was getting paid and i'm not joking 11 40 an hour i was working my bum i was 40 hours a week i was working so hard i was doing everything for everyone in the office i was basically like taking control of the whole office plus doing you know property management and sales executive and all sorts of stuff so um look i loved it because i love being busy um but i was just like it was just the grind waking up going to work working for 11 dollars 40 an hour you know maybe it was a bit more i probably would have like been a bit more motivated simple as that yeah. um Fair. let's just be real <laughs> um 
and like I just wanted to I couldn't physically save my car broke down I was like my life just felt like an absolute mess I was like what am I doing and I'm not usually like that I'm usually very like like I know what I'm doing but I was confused um Mm. Anyway, and um, anyway, so by two, like when I left school, it was either going to real estate or going into personal training. And I've always had a love and passion for fitness. But my dad was like, oh, because I was interested in real estate. And I was like, oh, maybe she's going to real estate. So I'm glad I did that first because now it's yep. led me to where I am. Um, anyway, and I just remember like driving. I was depressed. I was like, let's just say I was depressed. I was I had anxiety every day when I drove to work. I hated my life. I literally like got to a point where I just didn't want to live anymore. Like it was that bad. Wow. Um, yeah, it was just so, it was really bad. Like I just hated my life. I hated waking up in the morning. I hated my, like, I hated everything. I hate using that word too. Mm-hmm. I don't like the word hate. I never use it. Anyway. And like something just clicked in me one day and I like, usually it's really hard for people to get out of that mental state, right? Usually yep. need help, someone to get you out of it. And I'm really happy. Like I had my partner and um, like, I guess I don't, I'm not really one to really talk about my emotions to people, but I'm really glad I had my partner and my mom, and, you know, supporting me. Um, but I was driving to work. This was like, this is again, like a life-changing moment for me. Yep. I was driving in the car in this, I had a Volkswagen Beetle, literally like the whole inside of the door was falling off. It was just a mess. <laughs> um, and I was driving and I was like, I'm so sick of feeling like this. Like, like I'm just over it, you know? So yeah. like me being the person I am, I was like, well, I've got to change this or what's the point, you know? So I said, oh, my auntie always says this to me. She's like, fake it to make it, Holly. Even in a job, fake it to make it. Job interview, fake it to make it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to fake being happy. Wasn't happy at all, but I faked it. So you know what I did? Literally every single, like, no one told me to do this. It just came to me. I was like, think of what you, like, what can I do? What can I do? You know, like, like I've got no other choice. Yeah. I literally would drive to work and I'd force myself to smile. Like the whole way there, I'd be like, I never smiled. That's the thing, like. I looked like this like the whole time, like really sad. <laughs> Everyone always asked me, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I was driving. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to smile. Fake smile, you know, because I've heard that, you know, smiling, you know, releases endorphins, makes you feel good. Anyway, so Did I made it. Yes, I will get to that. Anyway, so it, I, <laughs> I literally like fake smiled all the way. Didn't want to smile. All the way to work was 20 minutes, 20 minutes home. So that was like 40 minutes a day. I was smiling or five days a week. <laughs> um, anyway, and then I started listening to positive music. That was another thing. I started reading positive books. I started talking to myself. I was like, you are beautiful. Mm-hmm. You are smart. You are successful. You are, you know, I was actually speaking mm-hmm. these words out loud because it, it's so important that you're speaking it out loud into the universe. Yep. Um, and I just started doing all these habits, right? Like started actually changing my diet, waking up and going to the gym every single day when I was so tired, I had no energy because I was depressed and I wasn't eating properly and I wasn't exercising simple as that. Um, Mm -hmm. so basically I created all these habits and did all these habits. And out of that, since 2000 and let's just go the end of 2000 and or start of 2019 or the end of 2018, you could say. Like I have yep. now been able to wake up happy every single day, which is sometimes can be really hard for some people. Um, mm. But there's not one day, I cannot think of one day where I haven't woken up like I love my life and I love today. And that is what my goal is for everyone else is to get to that. And that's kind of like what the book's about is basically habits that you can implant into your own life, which I know work because they worked for me. May not work for everyone, but yep. if, if you don't know what to do, then... I'm sure you're willing to try something. Yeah, that's, that's uh, so good. Yeah, that's so good. That's uh, it's an interesting thing that you just had. Like, uh, I know myself, I, I've had challenges with mental health myself yeah. in my time and, and a lot of other people that have been touched by it. Yeah. Um, one thing that is common with everybody that's ever suffered with it and, and sort of made progress and come out the other side is a like uh, a mindset shift. Um oh, yeah that that moment where you realize that you know life's worth living and you've just, there's work you've got to put in to to get yourself through it um one thing that i've never heard before is someone that's had such a profound moment like what you're talking about there holly where 
you literally just had this like like you did click of the fingers mm. you know, like a light bulb went off in your head and you were like i need i need to fix this right now um and i guess having the wherewithal to go all right um i can start by doing something very small mm. just smiling um and then growing those sort of positive habits out until it becomes something that's so meaningful that it's changed your life um yeah it's a, it's a really cool story uh, yeah thanks for sharing it that's uh no, that's okay. yeah, good luck with the book it's definitely um it's going to be a good read I think thank you yeah yeah I want it to be easy and basically super adaptable to people's life so basically you can just read it do that habit and understand why you're doing it kind of thing um and the habits actually do create habits you know like now I smile and I used to hate my smile you know well, I guess it's a lot. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of things that you can take away from like your experience in the fitness game too, right? Because it all starts with small things before you can get to doing anything great. So there's a really cool synergy there. Yeah, hundred percent. Did you find from from what you've just explained, Holly? I think the struggle for a lot of people is they're presented with uh, the overview of their life, and, and depression is such it's such a heavy weight to bear. And there's really, there's really not too much known about it, um, at least not by the masses. But what you've explained really is, is, I guess, did you kind of break your life up into different segments and then was like, okay, and then address them kind of one by one as opposed to, you know, just feeling the weight of, of the entire thing and just bogged down? Mm, good question. Yeah, I think if you do everything at once, or you try to do everything at once, it's too overwhelming and then you end up failing because it's too hard. Um, same with, the, you know, in the fitness industry. It's like you go on a really hardcore diet for six weeks and then um, expect amazing results and then continue eating back to where you were and you put on the weight again. Like, you know, what do you expect? Um, so it's the same with anything. If you, yeah, basically I guess that's what I did. Like I started with one thing and then added another thing. And I'm a, I'm a very like... I'm the kind of person who just likes to really evaluate my life and where I am. Like I like to sit down every now and then and just like write out my goals for the next sector of the year. Um, I'm very scheduled. Like I love schedule. I love routine and I love habits. That's just, I'm obsessed with it. I love it (laughs) Um, because that's what works and it does change. Simple as that. I believe it takes, you know, 30, I actually think it takes more than 30 days to create a habit. Um, And because it needs to be, you know, repetitively done. But um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that answered your question. No, hundred percent. Can do you want to um? That's really intriguing because uh, personally, I'm I'm dealing with uh, going through the idea of habits and mm. um, you know, diary taking and, and writing down of goals or that kind of thing. Mm. Um, do you want to talk us through what you do, maybe on the daily, weekly, monthly, um, yeah. relating to all that kind of stuff? Yeah, sure. I love talking about this. This is my jam. Strawberry. <laughs> um, yeah so basically um I used to be super good and super scheduled but it was just like I like I like to change my routines and habits every few months just to trial and see what works for me because I think trial if you're stuck with the same thing every single time it can get repetitive a little bit boring but you just don't know what works best for you and your body type as well so um so a few months ago, I was, let me tell you my one a few months ago, because it was really good. And I'll tell you what I'm doing cool. now. Um, so a few months ago, I would literally wake up um, an hour before I had to leave the house. So it could have been mostly around four o'clock, four o'clock, yeah. five o'clock. I leave quite early. So yeah, it'd be like four o'clock, four thirty, five o'clock. And I'd literally wake up. Um, I would grab my, I'd read like, five minutes of something positive because the first thing that comes into your brain in the morning, first 20 minutes is basically how you're going to set up your whole day. And I believe that hundred percent. If you wake up, watch the news, you're going to be in depressed all day thinking about that tsunami that hit whatever, you know? Um, So I I literally would like read something super positive, um, a chapter of a book or a verse, Bible verse. um, And then I would get my journal out. I would, I'm not real. I'm not one of those people who sit down forever and journal. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just not that kind of person. A lot of people are like, oh yeah, gratitude journaling. 
yes, it's awesome and really good, but I'm very straight to the point and I'm like, I need, I want to get this done and I want to go, you know, I'm that kind of person. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I literally will, I would write down five things that I was grateful for for that day. So it could be like laying in, like being able to wake up in a bed, you know, a roof over my head, grateful for my business, grateful for my new client I got yesterday. Um, five things that I want to remember throughout the day to stay grateful for. Practicing gratitude, basically. Um, the next thing I usually write down was um, like a quote of the book that I just read or whatever I was reading, um, yep. quote or even, um, and it was just something that I remember that I will remember for the day, for example, if it was like um, being grateful for the little things. It's a bit corny, but like it's perfect. That's, <laughs> that's an example. <laughs> um, and then um, I'd write down, my whole list in order of what I had to do that day. So literally I would write, wake up this time. Oh, obviously I've woken up. So maybe it's for the next day. <laughs> Tick. Tick, I woke up. <laughs> um, like breakfast at this time. And then I've got a meeting with this person. I've got to drive to this location. I'm going to have, I'm going to go to the gym at this time. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to bed at this time. I'm going to eat dinner at this time. Like my schedule was scheduled eating food and going to the gym is part of my schedule. And I think everyone's, it should be, you know, yeah. um, it's just important as going to work. So I would write that out and then I'd be like, okay, I know what I'm doing for the day. I'm not confused. I'm not going to wake up and go, Oh man, what do I got? Do I got a meeting. Like, um, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, I don't know. See how I go. You know, <laughs> like I just, yeah. all that fluff, like I'm just like straight to the point. Let's get it done. I know what I'm doing. I'm not confused. Let's do it. <laughs> And then I'm like pretty like I'm pumped for the day. Um, and then, yeah, so that's kind of like what I was doing. It was good, but oh, I don't know. I got to a point where I was getting, I don't know why, but I just kept like falling asleep when I was journaling. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Let's just be, I'm being so transparent. <laughs> love it. I love it. I'm very open. Um, but I was, I was going to a point where I was like, I can, like, I'm at a point now. I don't know why. I just need to get out of bed. I'm doing a lot of stuff on, um, I'm doing like, done a lot of courses on like, everyone's got a totally different body type, which means they have to wake up and eat at, and exercise at different times of the day. And because I'm classed as an activator, they call it, um, I'm the kind of person who needs to wake up and get moving for me to, to be able to, my brain to move properly. So the only thing I was finding when I was well, like turnover, grab my book, start reading um, I was like falling asleep and then I wouldn't remember what I was, you know, reading about. <laughs> just being real. Um, yeah. And then anyway, I was like, okay. Um, but then I actually saw a Facebook ad. I don't know. You probably know Craig Valentine. Uh, I've heard of him. I don't know much about him. Anyway, can... he does. Yeah. So he's um, all about, it's called early to rise. That's his business. And he has like this, uh, like these books and like, I watch all his YouTube. And, like, I'm a pretty big fan of his now, actually. Um, all his morning early routines. Anyway, so I've started in the last few weeks actually implementing what he says to do. And he says to, you know, it doesn't matter what time you wake up, but you need the first, you know, 90 minutes of your morning needs to be the most important task. Like forget reading, forget your we can journal, but let's just get up and get going kind of thing. And that's the kind of person I am. So I, I you know, resonated really well to that. Um, so what I've actually been doing, and I'm actually really enjoying it. I've been waking up at four o'clock in the morning, um, jumping out at like, actually, no, this is what you have to do. So the night before, this is what I was doing wrong. And I think this is why my days work so much better now is the night before I'd write out my to-do list, not in the morning. Yeah. So yeah. I knew like the subconscious mind, like, and you think of different ideas as well. So your subconscious mind goes through the night and you wake up with new ideas. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Um, so yeah, so wake up, I'd either do writing on my book, I would programs and I'd write down like my important tasks for that first 90 minutes. And then I generally um, will eat breakfast. Maybe I'll do a little bit of journaling and read a book then. Um, but literally it's like getting five hours of work done in 90 minutes since mm. I've started that. So recommend it. Anyone wants to try that? I think, didn't Craig Ballantyne, wasn't he working with, uh, I think it was Russell Brunson from Click Yeah. Me, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell Brunson did his thing. 
Yeah, I, I, I almost uh, bought his little course there, but you've just given me the goods. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> but, um, so, so what you, sorry, Craig, but um, so what you've essentially highlighted there, Holly, is um, the, the value of setting your day up the mm. night beforehand as opposed to the morning. And yeah. So you, you've obviously implemented that. And from what you've said, you found some, uh, some great success um, with that system, which is exactly what it is. Yeah, well, that's right. It's all trial and error as well. Like you don't know what's going to work for you unless you try it. So I've tried it and I love it. <laughs> it works. I have the best days, most productive days in the whole world. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I'm not going to fight you on that. My days are, I've got to work on that. But anyway, um, so uh, back on that Craig Valentine, did you just jump on him uh, through the Facebook ad? Was he someone that your um, coach or coaches recommended? No, actually, I was literally just scrolling through Facebook, which is very rare of me. Usually, I'm I'm just you know got my Facebook ads running. Um, so I saw one of his ads; it popped up because I'm obsessed with morning routines, and I just never knew there was someone that did this for like mm. an actual you know for work. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is so cool. And on his main um, Facebook ad, he's got which sells his book. I actually haven't bought his book; I've just been listening to everything, all his podcasts and everything. Um, and it was the best copy I've ever read it in my whole life. Like wow. on his, I think he must have used ClickFunnels, yeah, um, on his page. It was like started off like his first like um, title was I thought I was going to die or something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah. I have to keep reading. <laughs> yeah. And it just got better and better and better. And like it was everything that I love and went into. And I almost bought his book, but I just didn't yet because I was like, oh, I wonder if there's an audio book. <laughs> Because by the time it comes, I was like, I just want to read it now. Um, so, yeah, I just found him on that. And then ever since I, like, looked him up on Instagram, Facebook, listened to all his podcasts, which I really would really recommend his podcast, actually. Yep. I'm really nice. into that. Um, and then, yeah, like, he just gives out value content, like, just value, you know? Like, some people are a bit fluffy and around the edges, like, oh, yeah, like, you can get this and this and then buy my book, blah, blah, blah. But he's super really actually gives value in his content, which is I really appreciate people that do that mm. and don't just want yeah. to sell, you know? Yeah. If you're into copywriters, get on to two. One's a gentleman by the name of Frank Kern, if you haven't heard of him. He's fantastic. Okay. Uh, he's done a lot of, yeah, Frank Kern with a K on both ends there. Uh, he's done a lot of work with uh, Tony Robbins, um, Russell Bronson, all that kind of stuff. So he's oh, legit. Cool. and. And there's another gentleman, uh, he's an OG of the copy world, Gary Halbert. But, um, Sounds familiar. Yeah, he's, he's uh, created a lot of stuff that, that people use in day-to-day marketing. I'll send them to you anyway. But um, oh, what I want to do, do for the rest of the, uh, of the um, show, which is Living Your Best Life with Holly Smith, is um, <laughs> I'd, I'd love to get into some of the lessons that you've learned um, from your coaches and your own experience uh, and then highlight uh, exactly who it is that you serve. I know mainly it's people that uh, seem to be not necessarily overworked, but their working schedule uh, is quite demanding. Um, and yeah. I'm sure there's some consistencies across the types of uh, positions and roles that these people um, kind of hold. So um, I guess here's a question for you. If, uh, if there was one thing you wish you knew today, uh, yeah, sorry. One thing you wish you knew before starting your business that you know today? Ooh, I love these questions. Um, one thing that I wish I knew basically back then, is that what you're saying? That's what he yes. That I know now? Yes. Okay. Basically, I wish I knew to relax and chill out when you know, business wasn't amazing to basically accept the ups and the downs and to go, this is life. This is, this is, you know, the life of an entrepreneur, you know, like this is it, you know? And I didn't accept that back then. Like I just thought that when it got to the lowest low, for example, getting clients or, you know, my something, my Facebook ad thing shut down, you know, stuff like that. Like I was like, no, this is it. It's over. (laughs) <laughs> but like that's just not me like I just like it's kind of like you fake yourself into like thinking that um but what I didn't yeah back then I just I never accepted the journey but now I accept it so much that 
it is part of my life. Like, for example, if I get two weeks of just, you know, cruisiness, you know, nothing amazing, um, I'm like, you know, that's amazing. That's fine. I'm happy with that because I know in a few weeks' time there's going to be a huge strike and that is just life, you know, with anything, with relationships, with work, with finance, literally anything with business. Like, you just got to accept the low parts as a good part because it's a good thing. You know there's something big coming around the corner and that's probably what I wish I knew. That's um, that's a pretty cool insight. Did you? Is that something that you uh, just inherently learned by yourself, Holly, or did you have a mentor along the way, or a family member that that pulled you up and said, "Hey, Holly, this is you know this is business. This is going to happen from time to time. You've got to figure out a way to manage it." Or yeah, tell me about that. Like, is it so, or is it something that just because of your nature, you were like, "Ah, I'm sick and tired of stressing about this shit. Mm. I know that I yeah, can't. Well, right. so much that I can control, right?" And do I, do I roll with it? Yeah, is that is that how you came up with it, or yeah? Yeah, that you're spot on. Like seriously, like it was kind of like I did have a few people go like, "Holly, just chill out. Like it's okay. You've just started your business. Like you know." I was like, "What? Stop happening?" Um, as you do, and um, but yeah, like just learning to accept it and being like, "I'm like I'm okay with this." Like, and just actually, it took me eight months. Like eight months ago, like I never used to be like that. Literally, when I first started my online business, I was like, I don't know, I just used to freak out and stress out all the time, thinking, yeah. have I made the right choice? You know, uncertainty. Yeah. But being certain that, like, I know what I'm doing is you know, for a purpose and I'm generally changing and helping people's lives um, and knowing that, you know, it, just, it is a journey and you just got to accept every single part of it. Like, you know, there's, there's no such thing as a good journey and a bad journey. You know, they're all basically mushed together. You just have highs and lows. As simple as that. Like, it's all good. You always learn from something, yeah. you know, always learning. Holly, that sounds like the blueprint of a great show. I think we should probably have a look at that, Jason. But uh, <laughs> um, you, you touched on it earlier, Holly. Um, I, I'm not sure what your setup is at the moment, but you've definitely um, leveraged the experience of coaches in the past. Have you got at the moment, a professional network or support system that um, you can lean on and, and perhaps people that are going through the same stage of, of their journey uh, that you are mm. at the moment? Um, like for myself or for my client? For you. For myself. I guess, yeah, well, I've got like, because the I guess the coaches I started with, like I'm still part of like they're kind of like big Facebook group. Facebook groups are amazing. So if you're not a part of one, go grab one. <laughs> jump in a Facebook group that's part of your niche because it's just so nice to have people who started where you were as well, know what it's like, struggle with the same things, have the same, like think the same way. Like I, one thing I always struggled with was finding people who thought like me and acted like me, you know, who was like, let's do this, let's do that. Um, bit of a go-getter like you, Nathan. <laughs> um, hey, yeah. Yeah, so it's hard to find people like that. Well, I found it hard anyway. But it wasn't until I joined that network um, of people that was in the same situation I was who, you know, we share our wins, we share our losses. Like it's just like one big family and one big, you know, group of people that you can go to and can really help you, I guess. Um, so I think jump in a Facebook group, make some friends in it, Um because yeah it's just amazing there's one thing that i know to be true holly when it comes to um those support networks and yeah. um and i think you're right having having a group of people that you can rely on for for honest feedback and that's you know, right maybe pulling you in the line from time to time or just sharing you know someone a group that you can share some of the ups and downs with is huge it's particularly important i think for anyone that's successful in business to find people within their niche like you're talking about because um we we talk to a lot of businesses you know nathan and i and and the, mm -hmm. people will give you advice from all walks of life and a lot of the time it's some of the most frustrating stuff that you'll ever hear in your life because they're not people that are in your shoes like yeah. you know i don't i don't work in the fitness space if i was to come to you and see see you in a in a bit of a bind or you're having an up or down time in your business and i just started giving you advice based on zero knowledge 
you've still got to try and smile and nod and, and take the advice yeah. on board, but it, it's super frustrating. And, and, you know, it's funny how many people are willing to give advice on something they not, know nothing about. So I think you're dead right. I, uh, getting that comfort from a group mm. of people that are all feeling the same or going through the same experience or a similar one, um, that's invaluable. Oh, it's amazing. Like it helps you so much. And one thing I actually, um, my favourite book, so my, I've just gone to my favourite book. <laughs> my, <Love it. laughs> Is Millionaire Success Habits by Dean Grazio. Yeah, I'll show you. Oh, man, I haven't read that yet. Oh, if you haven't, I read it every single year. Shout out to Dean if you're watching this. I'm <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I've read your I'll book five times. <laughs> the time difference, it's not there. I'll shoot him a text and say, say you said good day. Anyway. Much appreciated. <laughs> anyway, but I read this book. I think it's amazing. This is actually what kind of, um, I guess helped me realize I wanted to write my book I guess in a way but um anyway so this is it's called successful millionaire success habits and basically it is just a book full of amazing habits I read this and basically it's like a coaching session and like well basically it's it's like a coaching session in a book but you're not talking to anyone you're talking to Dan and yourself (laughs) Um, and every chapter like he gets you to do something like write down this write down that and like you need a full book if you want to write or a word document, but it is so worth it. It is literally like a coaching session that you'd pay probably fifteen hundred bucks for with someone that you found on a Facebook ad, um, or <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, in there, been there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but literally, it's like a huge big coaching session that you've just got to do yourself. And I every single time, every year, I read it. I do it properly. I read it. I learn new things. I write down and realize stuff about myself and my life and go, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I wanted this, you know? And I ask myself like the seven whys. I don't know if you've heard of that, you know, ask yourself why seven times or why you really want to do something. Like that's how I learned this book. Um, and actually going back to that before I forget, the um, I remember it was what you were saying, Jason. One thing I learned is to not take unqualified advice so that is including my friends who don't run a business like I do who are still maybe still you know at uni or Mm. you know you know working a nine-to-five job and not in my position why the heck would you listen to them and get advice from them when they're not literally um Mm -hmm. they haven't done it themselves they haven't done it themselves literally like they they don't know anything about you yeah. You know, or what the situation you're in, like, it's just unqualified advice. Like, you're not going to go to, you know, if you want to learn to play tennis, you're not going to go to a cricket player. Like, it's just as simple as that. Why would you go to friends who are not in the same situation as you to get advice? That's, and that, that's that's the biggest mistake. Like, no offense, my friends, I love you. <laughs> but, <that's> a, <laughs> but, like, um, biggest mistake I made was going to friends to ask oh I'm so stressed out like I don't know what to do like you know even my family like some of my family members they don't know what I'm going through they don't know what I do they're not entrepreneurs then they don't run a coaching business you know Mm -hmm. why would you get unqualified advice from people who don't know what you're doing and can't help you simple as that and soon as I stop listening to those people and asking people those asking them for help basically or giving me reassurance that's what a lot of us do, right? We just want a yes or no, or it's okay to feel that way. Um, yeah. And not someone to go, oh, I know exactly what you've been through. You need to do this. It's okay. Simple as yeah. that. Qualified advice. Amen. Um, let's, let's go into a little bit about your, your own strategy, I guess. Um, I, we cross paths on LinkedIn. Yeah. So um, I've watched a lot of your stuff on LinkedIn. You're active on uh, Instagram. Um, I'm not big on Facebook myself, but I, I want to assume. Are you active on Facebook? I guess we'll lead to the question, Holly. Um, what's your strategy uh, as far as content online at the moment? Where have you seen the most success? LinkedIn. Well, look, it just depends. Like what you, you've got to really dig into your market and your niche. Like if you are like you just want to help people get a bikini body and you're an Instagram influencer or you want to be Instagram influencer and you have abs um, and you wear bikinis all the time, yeah, go to Instagram. (laughs) 
that platform is for you. So um, if you're like, for example, like Facebook's great, um, but if you're more into just like the average person, wants to lose weight, you know, um, maybe doesn't want to spend too much money, but is willing to maybe, um, maybe older people, like Facebook's awesome. If you just got a general niche, that kind of is pretty broad. LinkedIn is amazing. I guess it's kind of similar to Facebook, but I am obsessed with LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. I love all the people on LinkedIn. Like they're just like my people. Um, and they're people that get you. They're positive, like positive people. And they're people who are action takers. So they're not going to waste your time. They're, they're people who are like, okay, I need to lose weight. All right, I need help. Okay, let's do this. It's not oh i don't know i don't know I just bought a new puppy oh i don't know if i could commit you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> um they're just like more straightforward it's just like a different breed of people like let's just be honest linkedin's like a different yeah. breed um i love linkedin it's worked really well for me um and creating relationships on there is probably i know you said about strategies creating relationships literally is the biggest thing commenting on people's you know um posts engaging sharing them um talking to people in your that you, you know are your prospects like it's all it's about and not being like salesy about it but being genuine because the people on linkedin if they want to reach out and they need help they'll reach out or they'll go yes or no you know you don't have to go and ask a million questions for them to realize they need help mm-hmm and that's the difference between Instagram and Facebook to me. Yeah. Hey Holly, are there any um, are there any other I guess people in a similar position to you, but potentially people that are further along their journey, maybe other um, other fitness uh, experts that you look up to that are doing a really good job on LinkedIn, for example? Like, are there any people that sort of you know that either are setting benchmarks that you aspire to get to or that are just doing something a little bit different to um, the norm, uh, you know, the standard fitness influencer that you sort of look at and go, hey, I really admire the direction they're going. Is there anyone out there that you can think of that you sort of look up to like that? Um, That basically are doing what I'm doing and I kind of look up to them. Yeah, like maybe, and, and what I'm thinking of, obviously, not someone that's a direct competitor, but more mm. like somebody somebody that potentially along your journey, you aspire to, like maybe they're, they're further down the line than you at the moment. Like maybe they've been doing yeah. something similar to you for the last three or four years and you go, that's what I aspire to be. Are there any out there that you're looking at like that and you sort of take a leaf out of their book and go, hell, that, that's something fantastic. That's something that I want to get to. Look, uh, first person that comes to mind is my LinkedIn coach, who's Adrian Lee. I don't know if you know Adrian Lee. Um, <laughs> shout out to him. He's amazing. I love that I shouted him out. <laughs> um, he's just like, he's been trial and error, error, erring. That's not a word. Um, <laughs> he's been like doing trial and error on LinkedIn for so many years that he's finally cracked the nut to exactly what works on LinkedIn and what strategies wow. to use. So um, he's been doing it for quite a while. He is just amazing. He's taught me everything. I would not be on LinkedIn if it wasn't for Adrian. <laughs> so shout out to him. And um, that's pretty good. I look up to him because he's taught me everything and he's a mentor. He's my coach. That's awesome. I aspire to be like him. <laughs> yeah, good. That's awesome. Thanks. Holly, have you got, um, have you got a favourite tool that you use day to day? Favorite tool, like a screwdriver. I'm joking. <laughs> um, like I guess, like like an app. Could that be yeah, a that'll do. As soon as I'll be honest, as soon as I ask the question, I'm like, dude, her 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 journaling and scheduling is probably her favorite tool. She already covered this. <laughs> my favorite. I go through phases. Like I have yeah. a tool. What do I use every day? Probably my phone. <laughs> yeah my phone i literally run my business off my phone like i went to i literally dropped my phone in between two brick walls it's totally irrelevant but two brick walls at this like restaurant and i i was gone for 24 hours and i couldn't get it back and i was beside myself i said the man was like oh sorry we can't get that stuck down there for a month i was like mate my business is on that phone you need to get it back (laughs) anyway so probably my phone's my biggest biggest tool um 
I think. Two. Like journaling. Well, to be honest, like I go through phases and usually my tools are like more apps. Yeah, that makes more sense. More apps than anything. But I guess yeah. like my morning routine is my biggest tool, if you want to call that a tool. Yeah, 100%. That sounds like it's uh, been a bit of a game changer for you, actually, in the night before yeah. routine. 100%. Um, do you want to share what your biggest win is so far in uh, your journey? God, that's cheesy. I'm going to say it anyway. Your journey. Go on. My journey. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So my biggest win in like my life journey or like just in my business or? Let's do, let's do business. Okay. My biggest. Okay. Um, I have to say my biggest win is starting my online business and actually accepting the high and lows. I know we've already talked about this, like, but I'm just like really proud of myself that I can wake up happy every single day, even if my life feels like absolute crap and mm-hmm. still do and change people's lives. And I can now do that. Like my biggest win is that I can train people and coach them all over the world now, not just yeah. in my hometown, you know? So I've got like, I've got clients in Belgium, Canada, US, like all over the place. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, my biggest win is to be able to change lives around the world and I'm doing it. So I'm so happy. That's awesome. And just out of interest, Holly, um, how many clients, how, how, how much have you grown your clientele since you've gone online? Like what, what kind of, you know, and I know that can be a bit of a, a flexible thing, but like where yeah. at the moment, if you don't mind sharing. Up and down. Well, I started at zero. Let's <laughs> <laughs> below zero. Um, <laughs> um, to it really like, because I've only been doing this since March, really. So it's been fluctuating because obviously people drop off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay on. So probably like from zero to 50, zero to 40. Wow. For eight months. Or was it eight months? Something like that. That's That's huge. Pretty happy. And that's just like, I haven't even done a full year yet. So I'm pretty, pretty happy with that, to be honest. Yeah, you should be. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Do you see any consistencies? I know we half asked before, but um, any consistencies about types of roles or positions that uh, um, you see across your clients at the moment? Um, yes. So most consistent thing I see or the reason they come to me is they work long hours or they, some of them just work nine to five, but they just don't have their health as a priority. They don't know what they're doing. You know, like mm-hmm. they won't, a lot of them won't eat breakfast. That's what I found to be extremely common. Um, they'll feel too tired to do a workout, which means they're not going to do a workout. Um, they feel low on energy, which means at the end of the day, they just want to sit on the couch and have open a bag of chips. Um, and they just have sore shoulders. They're sitting at a desk all day. They're dehydrated, like literally just everything, everything has hit them. And just like I did with my realizations, it's hit them and gone, okay, well, I need to make a change. So Basically what I do is I like to, I give them strategies. We set up a whole new routine because it's changing the mindset that you want to eat healthy because it's going to give you energy and you're going to feel light and good and focused and feel your brain, not just your body to work Mm. efficiently. That's what it's all about. Like the end result is to work better, feel better. And like a lot of people want to look better too and feel more confident. So, um, I guess we kind of change the mindset as in, oh, I hate working out too. I have to work out now and I want to work out because I want to have energy. I want to yeah. be able to be the best version of myself for my friends, for my family, um, for myself, the best version of myself when I'm at work, around my colleagues. Like it just all comes down. If you do not look after yourself, like I just cannot stress it enough. I'm just so passionate about it because it's not, I didn't look after myself and it got me nowhere, you know? Um, and that's why I think I have figured out the strategies to help busy people who need to put their self in their health first. It, it sounds to me, and, and like, I might be assuming a few things here, Holly, but it sounds to me like you're sort of talking about, uh, when I think about where, you find, where your audience is, you, you, mm. you make a lot of your connections on LinkedIn. The, that person that you're describing, it sounds like somebody like me. It sounds like somebody that works in, um, you know, in maybe a, a, a middle to management, high management type position yep. within a company 
they're time poor because they've got, you know, targets to hit, KPIs that they need to address. Um, do you find that that's often who your clientele are? Like they're, they're people that are smart enough to know that they should be doing more, but they just simply, they've, they've found themselves in a position where work comes first a lot of the time, yeah. um, you know, probably family second and health is a distant third, fourth or fifth. Perfect. You've hit the nail right on the head and you're exactly right. No. Yeah. 100%. Like, like that's the thing. Like a lot of people, like people aren't dumb. Let's just be like honest. People on LinkedIn aren't dumb. Like they know they need to look after their health. Like, and a lot of the time work does come first because a lot of it's, that's their priority. That's how they make their money. Um, they do have heart, you know, they've got a lot of targets to hit. They've got quite a demanding job. A lot of them are like, I train like executives or sales CEOs or, you know, all sorts of people. Um, so, you know, they've got, they've got deadlines that they need to hit. Yep. And obviously the first thing you think of when you start a new business or you start a new job is I've got to put my all into it. Otherwise it's not going to work. That's just the mindset. So what happens when you put all your effort and time into your job? You know, you start lacking, you don't eat properly because you're on the run all the time. You know, you're too tired to work out or you physically are working 15-hour days. I work with people who literally will work from 4 o'clock in the morning till 8 o'clock at night and have four hours of sleep. Like crazy stuff, mm. crazy. And what we've done is we've actually had to we change it because they come to me like, like, I don't care what you tell me to do. Just I need to change it. I need to sleep longer. I need to, you know, I want to be there for my family at night, you know. Um, and the thing is like people know that if their shoulders are aching and they're tired and they're, run down and they're getting sick all the time like they know they need help they know that but it's just the fact that like i say it all the time is your like because your health is your wealth right if you're if you put your work before your health what happens when you fall apart you can't work can you exactly right like it's it's not rocket science if you fall apart and you have a physical job and you can't walk you can't go to work and make money so what's more important? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Anyway, but it just revs me up because people don't realize it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, you- it's only because they don't realize it that you've got such a great career now too. So it's, it's a good yeah. thing that you're doing. It's, um, Thank you. I, I think it's interesting that you're, you're playing in that LinkedIn space because that's exactly, you know, when you describe who you're working with, mm. that's, that's where they live. That's, that, you know, Literally. that's where you're going to find people that, uh, you know, it's a business to business platform. You're going to find people that are, that are willing to have that conversation with you. Whereas I think if, you know, if your model was different, you're, you're having to butt heads with idiots on places like Facebook and, you know, where it's a lot more about, um, you know, people that already, I think that's where you find more of your, your Fitzbo type characters on Facebook and, and they're more motivated by, they've got hours to put into working out. They're more motivated about getting the, the six pack or the bicycle right. to the beach, that kind of thing. And you're doing your, your motivation is different. So yeah, uh, that's right. I think you're playing in the right space. That's for sure. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Do you find it challenging? Um, the people that come to you, are, are they ready to accept that mindset shift or do you still have a little bit of a, a challenge with some of your clients? Well, look, most people who are like, like I tell them like what I offer and they go, yeah, that's exactly what I need. Sign me up. Um, yeah. but there are a few like that have to go, look, let's just be honest. A lot of people are deep thinkers and they need to think about it. So sometimes it takes them like a week to actually go, okay. Oh, I don't think I will do this or holy moly. My life's a mess. I need help. And then they'll go, yes. Okay. Let's do it. So I get, you know, a variety of people. Let's say that, um, I'm, and again, like, I don't want to call it a, it's not a sales process to me. It's a realization process. It's for them not to go, you need to sign on my program because you want, you know, I want you as a client. It's not about that. Mm. Like, I'm not about that. Like I'm past the sales. I worked in sales for too long. <laughs> um, it's about helping them realize, you know, which is, I guess, which is coaching, you know, the difference between coaching and consulting um, is helping them realize where they are now and if they keep doing it they're not going to get anywhere yeah you know um so that's kind of like i guess what i do and what i do to help them to realize as well 
I love that. Um, Holly, before we wrap this thing up, I've got a, a, a pretty decent question coming, but mm-hmm. is there anything that, that we've missed um, that you'd like to bring attention to yourself? It's pretty much like I love to talk, so I apologise for been talking too much. But um, Man, I could go on for another two hours, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I know Jason doesn't need Yeah. But no, pretty much hit nail on the head. Is there any other questions? You guys yeah, are awesome. Oh, thank you very much. You can tell me that all day. I try and get as many people to tell me that on the daily as I can. That's where okay. I get my uh, happy demeanour from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this this question, this is a little cheeky one for me. This this question is brought to you by our sponsor. Brace yourself, Jace. Curtain oh, Trend yeah. for all you Brisbane Gold Coast folks. All your window furnishing needs get amongst them. But um, <laughs> and and full transparency. That's actually my uh, that's actually my parents' business. And they go, oh, Pops. but um. <laughs> A little bit of subtle nepotism there. A little bit, a little bit. But um, I won't, I won't chop that up. If, you, if, if they didn't watch it live, they didn't see it. But anyway, um, if there is, <laughs> if there's one thing, this is a, this is a hard question. But okay. if, if there, if there is, or if you could suggest, or if someone asked, just one thing people could change or implement now to make the biggest change across their life, what would that be or what, what would you suggest? That's a good crap. question. Good question. All right, first thing that comes to mind is you need to schedule time to look after yourself. That is it. If you schedule time to look after yourself, you have no choice but to, you know, just like you schedule yourself, like I said all the time. But if you schedule a meeting, it is your duty to attend there, Right. You have to. And if you work for someone else and you've got a meeting and you don't go, like, you're probably going to lose your job. So if you don't meet yourself to go to the gym, if you do not meet yourself, or not, you don't have to go to the gym, we'll do a workout. If it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, it doesn't matter. As long as you're meeting yourself to look after yourself, to eat a proper, decent meal and to look after your physical and mental health as well, like going to talk to people. Like, it's not just about your physical health. It's about, you know, talking to people, getting out all that anxiety and emotion, reading positive books and fueling your body with, and your brain with positivity. You know, that to me is meeting yourself and looking after yourself. Taking time out to get a massage, like stuff like that, that people just forget about when they're busy, right? Mm-hmm. So the number one thing is, you know, if you don't schedule a time, just like you schedule to go to a meeting, you might lose your job or you might, you know, lose clientele schedule yourself every single day to look after yourself or schedule yourself (laughs) schedule in your calendar and literally have a time there as a proper meeting i'm going to meet myself to look after myself write it in there um to look for an hour just like for an hour if it's in the morning during whatever doesn't matter what you do in that hour if you're looking after yourself it's going to make the biggest difference and again like as I was saying before, if you don't go to the meeting, you might lose your job or whatever. Um, if you don't meet yourself to look after yourself, you lose yourself. Let's just put it that way. I love that answer. Well, well done. It was a, it was a doozy. You yeah. uh, did well. <laughs> Thanks. Jason, you got anything to add, mate, if we miss anything? Um, no, not really. Um, I think uh, I've learned a lot about uh, Holly and, and your business, Holly, and um, I... I, I take my hat off to anybody that's bothered to uh, try something new, especially in 2020 with, I mean, you could have quite easily packed up your bags and gone, this is too much. Um, It's too hard. Um, But instead you pivoted to try and find a way that you could trade. And uh, look, I mean, the proof's in the pudding. You've you've grown a substantial client base uh, as a result of your determination and drive to just follow, you know, what you're clearly passionate about. So, um, Mate, I guess the the only question that I've really got left for you is um, what what does twenty twenty one look like? Like, what's you know, is, are there plans to expand? Um, are you looking to bring on any staff to to help you scale the business? Um, yeah, tell me what that looks like for you. Yeah, so I've just hired someone to help me with all my messaging because I get too many messages every day. So that's really going to help me out. Um, and yeah, so 2021, I will be probably, I will most probably be on, I'll be online full time. Um, and I would 
be definitely hiring a coach, another coach, probably a male coach to take over a few of my male clients. Um, like I love training males. Like, I don't know, we just get on really well. <laughs> um, but like, it's always good to have, you know, another kind of insight. And obviously like, I'm not a man. <laughs> Thank, thank you for clarifying. Just letting you know. <laughs> we be doctors. We be doctors on this show. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, yeah. Next year, I will probably have like a, a little staff happening, a few people working for me, which will be awesome. Which means I can change more lives. Um, and yeah. So this 2021 is going to be a big year. I want my new book will be done by then. So, um, Brilliant. yeah, so uh, yeah, big year. We can, um, we can probably put you in touch with uh, guest number one there, Jason. Mr. Tom Levine might have a few tips and hints about uh, releasing a book. But um, ladies and gents, Holly, you're an absolute star. You're an inspiration. Uh, we've learned a lot. If you are uh, heavily worked, uh, inundated, you 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 don't have time for yourself, let alone health, hit up Holly. She will change your life. Ladies and gents, get into living your best life with Holly Smith. See you next time. Can we do a round of thank applause? You. I think we deserve it. That was great. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks, Holly. <laughs> You're See amazing. You